Welcome to The Pragmatic Pagan. Here we explore an inclusive pagan path via science-based witchcraft, no deities included. With a focus on nature and energy, this spiritual practice is centered on lunar tides and seasonal cycles. Check the link tree in the bio for lots of great resources. Merry meet all. This podcast is recorded on the homeland of the Duwamish people, and more broadly, the Coast Salish people, as well as many other indigenous tribes that make their home here in the Pacific Northwest of America, past, present, and future. As a spiritual being and steward of this land that I call home, I feel honored with the responsibility of caring for this piece of our planet. Please take a moment to join me in honoring the original stewards of the land on which you are residing and a moment of gratitude for the earth itself and the bounty it provides. Please join me in words that work for you. To the ancestors that hold this ground and for those spirits yet to come, May you fill me with guidance as I learn my place as a steward of this land and its creatures. In the gift of this role, I hold gratitude for all that surrounds me, for the water which cleanses me, for the earth's fruit which nourishes me, for the air that breathes life, for the fire that warms as it burns and for the divine cosmos within. I am a child of the universe, at one with the trees and the stars. May the tides of the moon fill me with silver and the sunbeams tint me in gold. From light to dark, from birth to death, spring to winter, new moon to full, and back again. It is a beautiful world, one worth protecting. This I will, as within, so without, as above, so below, as I am, so mote it be. The Pragmatic Pagan participates in Real Rent Duwamish as a way to compensate for the land that was stolen through violence and broken land treaties. I encourage you to look into and participate in Real Rent programs that support Indigenous communities in your area. I also encourage you to take an active stance in environmental issues, both at home and worldwide. Our planet needs its stewards, now more than ever. It can be as simple as picking up trash in your neighborhood, using less water, and buying local goods. Check out the link tree in the bio for more great ways to connect with our planet and give back. Hey there, you are in season one before the better mic, so just a heads up on the sound quality. You may need to adjust your volumes or settings. Thanks for your patience. New moons are a time to wipe the slate clean, banish unwanted things, and find time to rest and recuperate for the coming moon and spell cycle. Now that we're in the new moon, it's time to be still in the darkness. 
Consider soaking in a bath and all the aches and worries fading away into the water, balanced through its energy, or if that's not your thing, finding a dark space outside where you can do a bit of stargazing. You know, with the darkness of the sky, this is a great time to get out and really see those stars. Find yourself a spot away from the city lights and any nearby porch lights, and just sit in the warm last nights of summer. You know, this is really about spending time just being present, being mindful. The more time you can spend being aware of the energy around you, the more you're able to actually tune into it. And from there, it's really just about learning how to take that tuning into and tuning it to your intentions, kind of like a musical tuning fork. Because nature magic is tied heavily to the moon cycles, not much spellcasting is done during this time. And you know, for those lady witches out there, this is kind of the equivalent of your period. Although no matter who you are, it's really a time to prioritize yourself and your health. You can always use this time as a way of banishing and cleansing anything that you need to get out of your system. You know, think about how a simple broom can also help you visualize sweeping away the negative energy in your space or life. Yes, this is very all-law practical magic, and you do go around sweeping the negativity out the door. Follow that with a quick walk around the house with your favorite scent swooping through the air and cleaning out the negativity, balancing it out. The new moon is a time for you. Really just take that time. Don't be afraid, because soon we're going to start developing plans. It's coming. But now, now is the time to rest. Practical tips. You know, the part you might want to write down? Okay, so my favorite thing here to do is to take a nice soak in the bath. It's something I do every new moon. I like to do it a little bit more often. I'm going to say I don't just leave it for the new moon, but I really do like to do a new moon bath. Um, and I don't necessarily do anything super crazy. I like a good bubble bath or, you know, a good bath bomb. I know there's all these amazing pictures of baths that you see on Instagram, and I love them to death, but that doesn't have to be your bath. Remember, we talked a little bit about that consumerism thing. Don't feel like you have to buy all these things to make this beautiful bath. What makes the bath beautiful is you. So just jump in that water and relax. Let all that worry and stress drain out. You know, or if that isn't your thing, maybe you go outside and sit under the dark sky. Absorb that starlight. Moonlight leads to the spell casting, but it's important to remember that we're all made of star stuff. So on the dark of the moon when you can see them best, I like to take time to remember what is truly important and where I stand in the bigger picture of things and the universe. Maybe I'm a little smaller than sometimes I give myself credit for, you know. Um, it's such a big, big world out there. It's a time to be grateful for what you have, to rest, relax. It's also a great time to, you know, as I mentioned above, sweep your space. Yes, with a real broom. I know that sounds a little odd, but you can really use any size. I have a small miniature one that I like to keep on my altar, and I use that for cleansing my space. I also, of course, you know, clean the house with that. But keep in mind, you can tie the two together. It's a great practical way to remind yourself it's time to tidy things up around. And... You can easily follow that up with smudging your space. So this is typically done with sage or palo santo, but I really encourage you to make it personal. Find a scent that feels right for you. Something that maybe feels a bit cleansing. Whatever, you want it to feel good. And walk around your house, really just spreading that scent everywhere. And as you do, imagine 
good vibes, good energy. You know, we talked a little bit earlier about cleansing energy. Figure out what color and texture it is. See it kind of moving about your space. You know, I, I'm a bit of a, a fan of Disney, so sometimes my stuff feels a little cartoony in my head, and it's okay. Just roll with it. Roll with whatever happens. That's okay. This new moon also is in Virgo, and let me say as a triple Virgo, it's definitely a time to organize and tidy up your life, your space, your relationships, whatever it is that's stressing you out. And get those dust bunnies out of the corner, organize that overcrowded drawer, and let's be real, we all have the drawer, you know, in quotes, drawer, because it could be the closet, it could be the unspoken thing between you and your closest person, whatever it is, you need to get that stuff out. And you so that then as we go into working on spells, as we build towards that full moon, your focus is there on your spell work, on your intent. That's where your energy goes, as opposed to all those little things you need to worry about. So this is also a great time to lay out your calendar for the next month and get things organized so that maybe things around the house can function without you having to be there all the time. What systems can you put in place? Oh, a Virgo does love their systems. Just some practical tips, guys. Hope that helps. Pragmatic pause here. Yes, some of the things I said in this episode were a bit... Mm, fanciful. But let's take a moment to talk science, okay? So close your eyes and jump back to junior high class. At some point, we all had to make replicas of drawings of atoms, complete with nucleus, protons, electrons. When these atoms communicate with each other and bind or release from each other, they create molecules, which make up our reality. So these atoms are constantly working together and communicating to create everything from your actual physical body to the air to the food you eat. Pause on that. Everything, right? They're always talking to each other. Absorb that thought, really. Now, ask what that means to be mindfully, like, tapping into that knowledge. Knowing that every piece of energy, everything around you is actually communicating on some level so that it, can, it exists as it is. And how can that actually apply to you? Think of this if, if we can alter the way that you encounter the world and spaces you inhabit. What does that mean if you can be a presence that actually alters the energy around you? You know, we are all made of atoms. Everything around us is made of atoms. And from there, it's really easy for me to conclude that constant communications of those atoms is what shapes our realities. Every molecule around us is constantly communicating and changing state to create balance. When it is stable and in balance, it is a thing, air, paper, uh, the keyboard, whatever, right? When it's not, it seeks to transform. Think about how that implies to you internally, that thought, that idea, either to be in balance or to seek to transform. You know, and back to that science moment, therefore the atoms in my body should be able to keenly sense those in my immediate surrounding because they're always seeking to communicate about whether they need to be in balance or to transform. And from that moment, shouldn't we be able to sense those things? Shouldn't we be able to tune in? As always, thanks for listening to A Pragmatic Pagan. Please join me next week for more practical ways to bring your inner witch to everything you do.
I'd also love to hear more from you, your stories, your thoughts, any questions you may have. Find me on social media, on Twitter at Pagan Pragmatic, or on Facebook, A Pragmatic Pagan. As above, so below, until we marry meet again.